0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Hello and welcome. Thank you for listening to America's Web Radio. I am Roger B., and this is the Locked and Loaded Show. Today we're going to talk about guns, the politics of guns, accessories for guns, all kinds of stuff having to do with guns, weapons, and firearms. Guns, guns, guns. So we we'll hope you're going to enjoy everything. And today we do have a special guest. We have Clint Morgan from Classic Firearms in North Carolina. He is going to join us, and we're going to go over a specific topic about how Google and YouTube are pushing extreme limits on anybody who has conservative ideals. Uh, You
2: need need to ask Clint if he's safe from Hurricane Dorian. (laughs) So far. (laughs) Appreciate you having me there, Roger.
1: Sure thing, Clint. Glad to have you. Glad you could make it.
2: Yeah, absolutely, man. It's uh, it's been fun, that's for sure. The c- past couple of weeks, months, even uh, being on all of their social media and being a gun-centered channel and social media and everything else, it's, uh, it can be a little rough sometimes.
1: <laughs> I can imagine. I mean, it's just it's it seems odd that they can actually push the, this type of discrimination on whoever they decide they want to.
2: Yeah, and, you know, within the last month or so, you know, I've been talking to some of our marketing guys about, like, how many posts have we just had removed? Some of that have been up, you know, for a long time now. We're talking maybe even a year already. And we've had about 10 to 15 posts on Instagram alone just removed uh, simply because we're talking about our giveaways, which we host a lot in, uh, you know, one month. We host, like, several firearms giveaway, And I say firearms because we give away rifles, pistols, and also, yeah. quote-unquote,
1: firearms. Firearms, yes, those unclassified <laughs> <Yeah>. weapons.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, now that's been a huge influx. I've seen a lot of those coming around that there's just all kinds of uh, different things out there that are all of a sudden you wouldn't think would have been legal, but because the BATF is reclassifying things, we're getting a whole lot of neat, uh, really neat stuff coming out now.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It just kind of goes to show just how kind of ridiculous the gun laws we have here are.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we've actually discussed it before that. Until 1934, from 1789 when the Constitution was ratified until 1934, there were no federal restrictions on gun ownership, type, size, anything. Right. So we made, made it over 140, 50 years with no gun restrictions, and everything was fine
2: yeah everything was fun, and I think we have a lot to blend kind of like our modern society on. I guess you could say because you know it was you know, my dad used to tell me all the time he could walk into a Woolworths and pick up like a you know what would considered a weapon of war at that time an m one grand for like fifty sixty bucks and walk out at the same day. You could order machine guns out of a out of an article out of that you read at a catalogue you know
1: right and, and uh, have them delivered yeah. right to your door. <laughs>
2: Yeah, right. What a time to be alive. Um, But, you know, today I think we just have a a lot of people that just, I don't know, I think we live in that generation that is the give me, give me generation, and we're so self-centered to think that, you know, it's it's just kind of ridiculous. Let's put it that way.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, it's like, you know, as Ben Franklin said, those who will give up liberty to gain security deserve neither.
2: Absolutely. If you're willing yeah, to sacrifice your
1: freedom, then you don't deserve. You know, if you want to have complete security, be fed three meals a day, get everything paid for, you can probably go to prison and you'll get that easily. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, you're, you're absolutely uh, true about that, and you know. The, the funny thing about that is that you'll be surrounded by guys protecting you with guns, so you'd have to think about that, though.
1: Oh, my gosh, yes. Yeah. So we've talked about that before. Where It's funny how these politicians who want to limit all our guns and weapons, yet they have bodyguards. Their kids go to schools protected by guys with guns, but yet mm-hmm. the standard citizens, they don't deserve that same protection as their kids do? Yeah,
2: no, apparently
1: not. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. But I was looking into this YouTube thing, and now apparently... Even if it's any video that has to do with any kind of gunsmithing, they've removed almost yeah. all that. Anything that has to do with putting to, a lot of guns together or you know assembling an AR-15 lower, any type yeah. of uh, thing like that, they've removed all those things that go against their community standards.
2: Yeah, we actually had a, a video of Ben. Um, and if for any of your listeners that aren't too familiar with the company, uh, Ben has been the face of classic firearms for a long time and he's still with us and everything. He just wants to focus more so instead of being in front of the camera like, like I am now. Uh, he's just yelling at me behind the scenes. No, that's not how you do it. This is how we do it. And he's focusing on, uh, how to get it, getting us into more cool surplus stuff and things like that. But, uh, not too long ago for an SKS rifle, which Is a very simple firearm, seven sixty-two by thirty-nine.
1: Right, those were Uh, around what in the? They were probably invented and what in the twenties or thirties.
2: SKS is uh, probably a little bit later than that. They were huge during the Vietnam War um, on the the VC side of things, Um, but just a real basic, simple rifle. And we couldn't post on YouTube how to clean the cosmoline off of one of these that comes in a crate and they're just full of cosmoline, this greasy stuff. Right. Rust and stuff, but because he disassembles the firearm and puts it back together and shows how to clean it, YouTube actually wouldn't let us have it on their wow. site. Yeah, and that was just a basic cleaning of how to get the crap off of there, you know what I mean?
1: That is, yeah, it's, I mean, and it's crazy because they, they push it on more than one side of things. I mean, I believe they're pushing this in political agenda as well as, not just with firearms, oh, yeah. but with politics yeah. as well. They're trying to influence our elections as, as, As weird as that may sound, after the Russia, Russia, Russia thing...
2: Oh yeah, absolutely. I see it all the time. I mean, I saw it definitely in 2016, and I typically watch nothing but more conservative-leaning things, as you can imagine. And I would get ads all the time for more of the left-leaning politicians or things like that. And finally, I just installed ad blocker and said, "Forget this; I'm tired of seeing it."
1: (laughs) Right. You don't want to. I mean, you know, it's good to know what they're up to, but you don't want to be flooded with it either. Now, also on YouTube, though, the biggest thing is they've done any of the gun videos that are not being removed have been demonetized. So any of these guys who make their living by showing you, you know, a shooting range where they're trying out new guns or new ammo, whatever, Mm -hmm. they can no longer make any money by ads running on their videos.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We saw that. I don't know if uh, you know who the uh, car tuber, I'll call him his name. He goes by the name of Tavarish, and he does a lot of car things. Like, I don't think a lot of people... Really have any bias towards cars unless you get into the entire Ford versus Chevy debate or anything like that. Right, there's always um, going to
1: be you know loyalties here and there. Friend- but those are friendly <laughs> rivalries, we'll call them.
2: Right, friendly <laughs> rivalries, Sure, I can agree with that. But uh, you no, know, Tavares has been posting a lot of car stuff for a long time, and we actually came out with a pretty fun video to make. And it wasn't anything really you know that goes into the depths of politics as far as guns or anything like that. All it was was a fun video to make titled What is Louder, a fifty BMG or a Twin Turbo Lamborghini. <laughs> and and we shoot everything starting at a twenty two long rifle all the way up to the fifty BMG with everything you can think of in between. And a whole lot of fun doing that. Oh that must but have as lost. soon as that, oh yeah, it was great. Um, uh, but as soon as that video went live, he put out on Instagram and everything that it was immediately demonetized just because it featured some guns, you know what I
1: mean? Because guns were
2: in it at all. Yes, because guns were in it at all.
1: Now, you know, and that's something that's come up. I've had people ask me before about this. Is it legal to discriminate against something like this? I mean, is there any legal precedent set for discriminating against people who don't believe what you believe? I mean, could you you force YouTube to become a private company, forcing them to make memberships for people if they're found guilty Mm -hmm. of discrimination?
2: Right. Well, see, I thought we were all under this thing called the First Amendment, and as far as I know, that YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google, all of these different platforms uh, are just that. I I know that they're their own businesses and companies, sure. Right, they
1: are privately owned.
2: Right, but they're not like publishers, like, you know, like the New York Times, which I can understand would have their own opinion, you know, based off of things, but these guys are acting as platforms for freedom of speech, and when you're thinking that you're discussing items that are actually another constitutionally protected item, you think it would be okay to talk about on their platforms, you know what I mean?
1: Oh, absolutely. In fact, I, you know, I was looking, I was trying to see if there was any way that you could find a way to limit what they could discriminate against. And, you know, it's there's always, you know, e- ethnicity, religion, color. And if you look, it says creed. Now, mm-hmm. creed is just a system... Or a set of beliefs. And if you believe in conservative beliefs that are not illegal, that would seem like that would be a version of discrimination that should be illegal by current federal law. Right. And I would love to see somebody come and try and push this a little farther along. I mean, I would now, granted, everyone's going, oh, just boycott the YouTube. It's like, you can't do that. I mean, there's music videos on there. Kids listen to it. I mean, there are some good videos on there. But what I was thinking how you could make an effect is if you wanted to hurt YouTube in some way, or at least show them you're not happy with them, is do not click through on any of the links that pop up for anything. You know, if you want the product, go outside of that window, open it in a different window or different browser even, and go to that site. But don't give any of their advertisers any money or any click-throughs to help monetize any other videos.
2: Right, yeah, and it's just a, such a shame, too, that you know we got these major tech companies that kind of have that stranglehold on what's popular, right? And so, of course, everybody says, well, man, without YouTube or without Facebook, I wouldn't really have much of a company. It's like, all right, well, we need to get some <laughs> more conservative-minded people getting starting up their own type of big tech type of stuff uh, because this is getting a little out of hand now, especially whenever you, you were being... Censored, ultimately, about you know things, things right. of, as simple as cleaning a gun. You know things I mean? that are
1: guaranteed rights that are spelled out in the Constitution, and these people can literally shut people down if they're talking about it. I mean, that's as fascist as, as it gets. Right. Even though they yeah, love to I, say I they're agree. anti-fascist, they're they're following the fascist playbook step for step without missing a beat.
2: Yeah, yeah, and it's, it's nuts. I mean, you kind of look what's happening right now, too, in the U.K. with Tommy Robinson. I, I don't know if you're following up on that or not, but, man, it, it seems like, you know, the country a long time ago really cracked down on firearms and everything else, and I feel like, I don't know, I've seen this before in, I don't know, history, that mm-hmm. <laughs> they usually start by disarming the populace and the citizens, and then all of a sudden it's, they're disarming them by taking away their voices as well. You know what I mean?
1: Absolutely. Well, Clint, we're going to be right back. We've got to take a quick break here. You're listening to America's Web Radio. This is Locked and Loaded. We'll be back in a moment.
3: Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Thank you for listening. Welcome back. This is America's Web Radio. You're listening to Locked and Loaded. I am Roger B. And today we have our special guest, Clint Morgan from Classic Firearms.
2: Appreciate it, Roger.
1: Glad to have you with us today. I'm so glad you could manage to call in. And if you're ever in the Atlanta area on a Tuesday, you need to let me know
2: yeah absolutely I think uh, I think that'll work out better for me too because I have Sprint, and sometimes
1: Sprint doesn't like me <laughs> oh yeah, there's always that now you were talking just before we left we were saying you know people are looking for alternatives for everything, and that's one mm-hmm. thing I started looking into a little bit, and I found out there are a few alternatives to YouTube when it comes to gun videos now granted, a lot of these places are just starting out they're they're mm-hmm. they're fairly young in their creation, so you're not seeing the kind of quantity that YouTube has. But right. I think if we can get the word out there and get people to realize that these places exist, they can start going there, watching more videos, clicking on sponsors, and working yeah, and, on stuff and, like that, and
2: helping them. Yeah, helping them grow. Some I, I see some like, for instance, like Full30.com is one that I've seen. from Right, a couple years Full30 ago.
1: created okay. by Mark Hammons when YouTube started demonetizing the videos, he came up right. and started copying the style that youtube had and stuff like that and but there everything can be monetized he can run ads to sell guns ammunition all things which you, youtube does not allow
2: mm-hmm. yeah absolutely
1: and they do a click through so if you have an ad on there and you get a click through the 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 guy makes some money
2: Yeah, which is good for them, too, because I know YouTube brings a lot of that money in. But, of course, if they're demonetizing these gun tubers and things like that, that, of course, doesn't help. So any time that we can get more people out there to, you know, hey, click on this guy's link, let's start helping them out, and hopefully bringing a little bit more people to that site is always a good thing.
1: Right. And like I say, if you need to get an AR-15 built and want a good video, can't find it on YouTube, go to Full30.com. They seem to have a good selection of stuff. And another one that I found is one called GunStreamer. It's a second type of site. It's done in a YouTube, uh, YouTube style, and they have high-quality gun videos that YouTube has started banning. But the neat thing about GunStreamer is that there is an app on the iTunes and the Droid Store where you can download it directly to your phone and have a direct app for that. Oh, that's cool. So, yeah, that's something that I wish Full30 would work on. Now, I don't know, though, if they would be, you know, so far the GunStreamer one is still available. But I don't know if you know this or not, but I know iTunes took the GunBroker.com app off of their app store.
2: No, actually, I did not know
1: that. I actually have it downloaded, and someone said, oh, I can't find it. So I went and looked, and it's no longer available for download. I don't know if they didn't meet some sort of upgrade requirements or something, or they just took them off because, you know, quote-unquote community standards weren't met.
2: Right, community standards.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, the community that they want to have, the socialist community. (laughs)
2: Socialist, fascist,
1: Bernie Sanders community.
2: Oh, yeah, that's a fun one.
1: Yeah, now I just saw an article today. I don't know if you've read this yet, but Walmart has apparently caved to social justice warriors.
2: Ah, yes, just saw that. And, you know, me and Classic Firearms being in the business of selling your short barrel ammunition as what they're labeling some things, hey, you know what, come to ClassicFirearms.com. We'll be more than happy to provide you guys full of short barrel handgun ammunition or any kind
1: of ammunition (laughs) you need the classic farms i'm sure can meet your needs for that absolutely (laughs) yeah well that's one thing it will push more people towards local gun shops or toward online ordering from gun specific businesses so you know it's really not the worst thing in the world of course it does it does offer a bit of an inconvenience sometimes you know if you're out somewhere and just happen to be passing by there's more walmarts open on a sunday afternoon than there are a lot of gun stores
2: yeah and i mean you gotta think some you know sometimes there's actually more walmarts available than there are local stores that might be providing the needs that you're needing or needs that you're wanting or whatever it may be and you know a lot of these guys out in the rural areas they don't have much of an option, and now Walmart's even taking that away from them. So it's like, man, guys, if you can wait a couple of days, you can order online, we can have it shipped to you at least.
1: Right. You do have to plan a little more in advance. We were talking about this in California since they've yeah. added their restrictions. I don't know if you've, you've been keeping up with that, but what they've done is you have to have a background check done through a federally firearm-licensed dealer in order to buy ammunition.
2: Yeah, it's, that's nuts. When you think about how easy it is to actually go ahead – and, and start making your own at home, you know, reloading ammo, things like that. It, it's, a, it's, again, just another one of those things where they try to infringe on what they can, what they can do. They right. Start, you know, like they've always talked about increasing the taxes on ammo or just making it so expensive that you can't even shoot the guns that you currently own. And it's just another way that they can try to sneak in their infringement.
1: Oh, it's definitely backdoor gun control, because there were people yeah. who lived in a town, up, it was called Needles, California. And and they and they're very they're like within a couple miles of the border I think with Arizona or New Mexico I can't remember who I think it's Arizona, but um, they they used to be able to drive over there buy their ammo you know 15 miles away and bring it back now the nearest store in California where they can legally buy ammo and bring it and take it and keep it in California is 140 miles each way so they have to make a 280 mile round trip. Just to purchase ammunition for their, for their guns. And they can't get it through mail order anymore either. They have to go through a licensed dealer. So they'd have to have oh, it shipped is. to someplace 140 miles away.
2: Yeah, that's, that's pretty ridiculous. I think, you know, <laughs> I, that, is, that is pretty insane, especially if it's something as simple as, you know, hey, I want to go hunting with my friends who lost on my check. That's not really illegal too many places. Or just I want to go out and, you know, catch tonight's dinner or something. And, you know, all you want is a box of 30 out of six. Right. Now you have to travel, you know, 280 miles, I don't think. That's so. right.
1: Just to buy your hunting ammo for the season. Now, of course, I think what that's going to do is have people buy a lot bigger quantities if they're capable of it. But imagine just right. even going out plinking with a 22, showing, you know, a son or daughter or nephew something how to shoot. You have to drive a 280 miles round trip to buy a couple boxes of 22. That's complete.
2: Yeah. It's backdoor and, gun control. Oh, absolutely. And all of it's by design, you know. I mean, like you say, with the backdoor gun control, I mean, that is, they're thinking, well, people won't be interested in the sport if we make it that much, that difficult, It's just the drive alone is going to turn them off. Well, that's what we're going to
1: do, you know? Right. Now, I would hope that people out there, somebody would open up a store or get licensed and be able to provide these people something a little closer or nearby to where they could fill a need, because up until this point, they hadn't had a need because they were so close to the border, it was only a few miles away. But now that they're not legally allowed to do that, now, see, I don't know if, I don't know what the laws are in the uh, adjoining state. I mean, I wonder if people just ignore it and go, "I'm going to buy my ammo there anyway. I don't care because no one's going to come check on it." Or, you know, but in order to be completely legal, they're supposed to drive to a California dealer to get that done.
2: Yeah, that's that's pretty insane there.
1: Yep, and it's just you know it's just one of many ways they're trying to push it. And now, this was one thing I'd saw. I don't know if you'd seen this or not, but NASCAR apparently is beginning to lean a little more to the left.
2: Yes, yeah, I did see that as well. Uh, looks like, i well, and, and what kind of strikes me by surprise too is, you know, after reading up on this entire NASCAR injecting left-wing politics into the racing, I think that's not the fan base that they want to be <laughs> appeasing. <laughs> Do <laughs> they know who their there.
1: fans are? <laughs> they have any I mean, idea?
2: I, I, Yeah, I grew up and, you know, live right outside of the Charlotte, North Carolina area. And, man, NASCAR is kind of a big deal in this area. And I don't think I've ever met an anti-gun socialist who's, you know, over there yelling at the cars and having a good time. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I mean, what do they expect? I mean, they want to have, you know, these... Anti-fa, man bun wearing, you know, skinny jean wearing, gun-hating socialists in the stands at the NASCAR race. I don't think that's going to turn out very well for them.
2: Yeah, I have no idea, and I, I'm kind of concerned too because I've got a, you know, I've got my Daniel Defense Mark 18 actually sitting in my office here with me. But Daniel Defense actually put out and you know a, a car with their name all over it and everything. And I guess NASCAR is allowing that because they don't actually have a picture of a rifle or a gun on there. I'm, I'm not sure.
1: Right. Well, th- they they actually were soliciting from gun companies to try and advertise in their magazine. Yeah. So there was, okay, the first one I saw was just, it was great. Uh, I think it was called uh, darkstorm Industries. They said they submitted one featuring the company's AR-15. Yeah. And it was yeah. rejected. So then they submitted it again with a big black box over part of the gun. It said censored. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, that's pretty good, and I I don't think NASCAR liked
1: that one either, did they? No, no, they rejected that as well. Uh, Of
2: course they did. Well,
1: it said censored. This publication rejected our ad, was also rejected by NASCAR. Yeah, (laughs) no kidding. But they were just playing with them. I mean, it's like, here you go. You want to censor it? We'll censor it, and we'll label it as censored. Because that's exactly what it is. It's like they have no idea who their fan base is.
2: No, apparently not. The, the entire appeasement society that we live in now, and trying not to hurt each other's feelings, I think has gotten a little out of hand. And uh, you know, showing a picture of ultimately what is some metal parts and a piece of machinery—if that's going to hurt somebody's feelings—I I don't know what to do about this country anymore.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 interesting. I'm really curious to see how this next election goes. How people are going to you know, how the votes are going to go. And I've been talking about this once before. I mentioned that one reason why I believe we have a leftward swing is because of social media. Because prior to this point in time, if you were going to go vote, you either read newspapers or you watched the news on TV, and that's how you got your information. But now anyone with a Facebook or an Instagram gets bombarded a week before voting, says, oh, go out and vote. You're allowed to. Go ahead and do it. And these people who never took any interest in politics, you know, see a couple of 30-second ads, and they decide to make their their whole voting decision on that.
2: Yeah, well, one thing I'll say, too, about my generation. I'm 28 years old, so I see that constantly. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm not too active on Twitter, but I am on there. So I see it constantly, you know, guys, girls, my age, and dear Lord, I just uh, use two genders. Hopefully I didn't offend anybody. Um, uh, you know, I've got those two groups of people that i'm looking at and constantly you know, i'm i'm seeing you know i'm just going to go vote for this guy or this or that or whatever else just you know can you believe these people are doing that and i like what you said about you know before we actually kind of did a little bit of research on our own to see who we'd vote for like maybe looking at one of the politicians voting records would be a very good idea but i don't <laughs> think we see a whole lot of that today in such a give me now type of society where everything is right at our fingertips and so instant, and it's like, oh, uh, let me go to this guy's Twitter. I like what he said. I'm voting for him. You know what I mean? Right.
1: Well, because they give, well, you know, that was one thing that Bernie Sanders, I know, was going on about health care is a right, and I'm right. going, okay, and it should be paid for by the government. So right. by that by that same token, does not the Second Amendment a right to keep and bear arms, does that mean the government should pay for our guns? Because it's a right.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd be completely okay with that, <laughs> just throwing it out there. That's yeah, first actually, off, my wife would be very happy.
1: Yeah, oh, I'm sure. Yeah, not, not having to ask. How much was this one? Um, I
2: don't remember. Well, yeah, and I know she's going to be listening to this too later, so I'm just going to go ahead and say I'm sorry. Um, there's only one or two new guns in the safe. That's it.
1: That's right, That's exactly. <laughs> Our local gun range here has a little sign up. It says, you know, would you like a receipt? To show your wife what you told her you paid for this gun? $4.95. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
2: actually, I had something kind of funny, and it was from one of our previous contestant winners in our Facebook group, which is the Classic Firearms Buyers Group on Facebook. And uh, he actually put up, I had to convince my wife that I actually did win this gun, and I had to show her the email that Clint sent me to show, I didn't pay for this gun, it was free. <laughs>
1: Right, because, you know, how often do you walk in with a free gun, you know?
2: It's, it's, it's a rare occasion, that's for sure.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. But you guys do give away quite a few firearms. I've noticed, Alec, like, every couple of weeks you guys have to, and it's not just some little, you know, $100 gun either. You guys are giving away, you know, Barrett fifty calibers and Chris yeah. carbines and all kinds yeah, of really yeah. high-end stuff.
2: Yeah, it's. It really depends on, you know, what we have coming our way. Like, we know our fan base definitely likes surplus. I mean, Classic Firearms started in 1989 with the sale of a couple of Mosin-Nagant. And, you know, so that's where really our bread and butter is. Our roots are in surplus firearms. So anytime we have the chance that we get, like, a large quantity of SKSs, which we've done before, we've given away those. Right now, actually, we just started our Beretta Model 81 giveaway, which is a 32 ACP. And we're giving away three of those to uh, anybody who signs up, which is easy to do at classicfirearms.com. Just click on the banner that says, win one of these three pistols. And, uh, you know, it'll sometimes be a fair fifty cal. That always generates, you know, a lot of eyes on, which man oh, marketing sure. will tell you that, that that really works. But a lot of people have come out and said, man, you guys, are, you're a fraud. These things are fake. How can you afford to do this? And a simple response is, marketing is a beautiful thing.
1: Well, that's right, because a lot of times the, uh, the manufacturers will help provide some additional incentive to give their firearms oh, away yeah. over somebody else, I'm sure. Now, now, yeah, now you I guys are sure. saying that you guys do a lot of the surplus stuff. I've noticed that seems to be what a lot of guys talk about getting from you, but you guys do carry almost every other gun that's made out there, and every other brand as well, right?
2: Yeah, if you, if you can sink it, we most likely carry it. Um, uh, and, I mean, that goes from your basic ARs to AKs. And, of course, if you want a gold Tiger Stripe Desert Eagle chambered in 50, we've got you. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just it's whatever you want. Now, there are some things that are difficult to get in. Like, I would love to get in some, you know, finish 39, pretty rare rifles, things like that. Um, and it just takes time, you know. You know, sometimes we'll find something laying out there, and Ben, he's great at, you know, finding these things and getting them in. And uh, so if some people are saying, you know, hey, you don't have exactly what I want, well, if you're looking for an original Thompson M1A1, I'm sorry, that's going to be a little hard to come by, especially with our current ATF laws.
1: Right, and even if you can find them, they're going to be in somebody's collection and worth a bundle of money. You know, that's one thing. I would love to see the Hughes Act of 86 get rescinded. That would just open up the doors for, oh, my God, so many things.
2: Yeah, I would love to see just about any. You, you know, any gun law it get rescinded, honestly. I and, mean, you know, I, I talked to quite a few of my friends that say, you know, so where do you draw the line as far as what a regular civilian, non-military citizen should be able to own? And I said, no, we should be able to park tanks in our driveway. I don't know what you're talking about. You know? Well,
1: maybe nuclear submarines just because of the nuclear factor. But other than that, you know, if you could get a diesel-powered submarine, <laughs> that would be cool.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, a diesel pilot wouldn't be really fun. That would be great for
1: some underwater fishing or something. I don't know how that would That's work, right. but hey. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so, but with these, uh, now have you guys noticed a huge difference in what you're able to get? Because I know in the past probably five, seven, ten years, when they started restricting imports from certain countries, has that mm-hmm. made it a lot more difficult to get some of these really good classic um surplus firearms that used to be able to come in at a really reasonable prices have a lot of those been restricted with that
2: yeah like we see like the old uh russian uh, ak style uh firearms and you know you can't really get those in anymore some chinese things like for instance these chinese sks's that we currently have um, uh, that we did have those, you know, we those sat in like a, a neutral country for twenty years before they were legal, before they were legal to import into the United States. And, you know, there's a law out there, nine twenty two R, where, you know, if it's a production file on it, it has to have so many, you know, American parts on it in order for it to come into the US even though it was made in a different country, you know. So, yeah, we've seen it be a little difficult, but thankfully for some older firearms that kind of predate a lot of that stuff. Oh, there's some some
1: leeway for that. All right, Clint, can you hold on for just a moment? We're going to be right back. We're going to have to take a break here, but I just want to mention real quick that you're listening to America's Web Radio. And if you have any questions for us, you can certainly shoot me an email at roger at americaswebradio.com. We'll be right back after these quick messages. This is David Donaldson with the Atlanta Healing Center, conveniently located in Lawrenceville, Georgia. At AHC, your success is our goal. Addiction recovery is about more than just not using. It's about becoming a whole person and addressing all aspects of your physical, psychological, and social needs. Please call us at at 770-696-9862, or you
2: can reach
3: us
1: on the web at www.atlantahealingcenter.com.
3: Thank you.
0: Quick Stakes. This is Ron Camacho, host of the Business Hour, on Fridays from 10 to 11 a.m. Join me as I talk with passionate professionals on a program that profiles the best businesses, business professionals, business practices, and fascinating individuals to get an insider view of how America works. 10 to 11 a.m. on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
1: Hello and welcome back, everybody. This is the Locked and Loaded Show, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. I am Roger B., and we're here with our special guest, Clint Morgan, from Classic Firearms. Thanks for being here, Clint.
2: Uh, Thanks for having me, Roger. I'm I'm enjoying it quite a bit.
1: Oh, good. I'm glad to hear that. And I hope the listeners are enjoying this, too, because we're going to get some inside information on some really cool new stuff. I, I want to have something here that nobody else has heard of yet or let something sneak out. Let's let something come out. Now I saw the other day you had this little machine pistol thing that you guys were had brought out and it's actually been released already.
2: Yeah, so that so what you're talking about is the Polish PM sixty three um uh, by Pioneer Arms and they're they're a cool little pistol. Um I think we've actually sold out of those guys um, uh, oh, but they were originally designed gone. to be like uh what was that?
1: They're already gone, huh?
2: Oh, but yeah, those things go quick. Well, they're a rare item, and uh historically, they're just pretty cool, too. They're originally designed to have the stock fold out from them, uh, have a vertical grip on them, and shoot from the open slide or open bolt position because they're designed to be
1: uh, full business. auto. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, uh, but, of course, the ones we got in were not that... <laughs> No. Uh, They they were semi-auto. The the, uh, stock didn't extend on it. The vertical grip doesn't extend on it. So that way we're all within compliance and everything. But they are cool little guns. Uh, But I'll tell you something that's really cool that we've got coming out soon. And I don't know if you're familiar with the original Galil rifle and how those looked.
1: Oh, yeah. That's the one that the Israelis are very fond of. Actually, they invented that or redesigned an AK to, to do it, right?
2: Exactly. Yeah. So it was originally designed to pretty much be the the born from sand and rough environment AK. I guess you could say. And uh, we have our our version coming out with uh, in partnership with James River Armory. these um, James Rivers put them together for us. And all but uh, made from original Galil parts. And we're calling it the Galant rifle since the Galil uh, uh-huh. name is trademarked, we have to, <laughs> we have to be a Come little clever. something else. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. So we've got uh, Gallant rifles that are coming out. And I actually just took one out and torture tested it uh, this past Friday. And as you can imagine, me being a uh, Marine, torture testing something means I really got to put it through the work.
1: <laughs> oh, right. Now, now, what caliber are these going to be available in?
2: These are going to be 556 five, or 223.
1: Okay, excellent. So yeah. now these, uh, as with the original Galil's, will the Galant accept standard NATO magazines?
2: So they have their own uh, magazines on them. They're going to have the standard 35 round mags that, t- that are typically seen with uh, Galil mags. So, yeah, so we'll see those. And uh, we'll have them with both wood furniture, uh, or at least a wood forend, and also more of your plastic kind. And the one that I. Really beat the crap out of was the uh, plastic furniture one just because the wood looked good and I didn't really feel like messing that up too much. Cause yeah, I did those are... it in water and dirt, yeah. mud, everything you can think of.
1: Wow, and that's a video that you guys are going to have available on the website soon.
2: Yep, we will. Um, I posted it up in our Facebook group. You know, hey guys, you think <laughs> and you guess the right, guess the gun that I'm torture testing today. And of course, we had the gun blurred out, and uh, I was looking dirty because I was covered in mud myself, and it was all that. Day yes. And, Oh, yeah, so I submerged it a couple of times. We ran about, um, uh, on and off camera, about 1,000 to 1,200 rounds through it, and it did very well. The mud gave it a little bit of a hiccup, but I think it was more so the mags that were getting full of junk in them and, and seething up more so than the rifles. So I'm well, pretty even, impressed with that.
1: Even with a mud torture test, you're supposed to rinse them afterwards. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, you know, I figured if this is a true torture test, so I'm going to give it a shot here. I'm just going to see what happens, you know. Of course, I make sure the barrel was, didn't have any obstruction in it, so that way I'm not hurting myself. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it did pretty well for, for what I thought, and I thought, man, I, I'm pretty impressed by it.
1: So you were saying this is a proprietary 35-round magazine that comes with these?
2: Um, it is a, like your Galil standard. That was the type of mag that came out with these guys. So, yeah, so it will be more so proprietary, um, except that is just the magazine that was originally designed for that rifle.
1: Okay. But these will be available soon, I guess, if you guys already have one for torture testing. They should be incoming shortly.
2: Yes, yes. Yeah, so shortly for sure, yeah. Um, so definitely if your listeners are on Facebook, even though they might not agree with Facebook <laughs> and they might be censoring us, we're trying to strike back. We have a uh, approaching 12,000-strong closed Facebook group, uh, 12 strong, 12,000-strong member closed Facebook group called the Classic Firearms Buyers Group. And we'll be posting uh, updates in there and also, of course, signing up for our emails at ClassicFirearms.com. Uh, We'll let people know when these things hit the market and become available, which will be shortly, within the next couple of weeks are open.
1: Okay, so no idea on uh, retail price on these yet?
2: Not yet. Not yet. I know we got that one in, um, uh, but I don't have a hard number on the price yet, so I don't want to make either my employer mad or, this, or the purchaser's mad, so I'm right. not going to say anything. Coming about, right, coming up with
1: an incorrect price, not knowing, yes, but they probably will right. be, as with most classic firearms weapons, I'm sure they're going to be reasonably priced and of the highest quality. Yes,
2: absolutely.
1: Now, okay, so that's, that's incoming, and you had the little machine pistols out. Now, what would you say is probably the most popular gun that you guys sell as far as the surplus stuff goes? Oh, well, it
2: but, depends on what we get in. The most popular is typically what we have in stock. Right now it's been the Beretta 81s. We have been moving through those quick, and they're cool little double-stack 32 ACP pistols, man, and they are a lot of fun. And, you know, we figured we got Three of them that look pretty cool. We're going to give away those ones. One of them has some uh, pretty neat wood grips to it. And uh, so those are pretty popular. When we had the first shipment of our um, uh, SKSs came in, th- those went really quick. Anytime we get anything that's Russian bolt action, Mosin-Nagant, uh, things like that, M44s, man, they move quick. But it just that's the way the surplus market is. Whatever's available is what's, what's what
1: comes. Yeah, whatever you guys can get your hands on. Now, exactly. let's just say, let's just do a little crystal balling and saying that they actually work out things with the Russians and they back down a little bit or do whatever they need to do, play nice, and they reduce the restrictions on imports from that country. Would mm-hmm. that possibly open up a bunch of new doors for stuff to come rolling in that maybe hasn't been able to be had in over 10 years?
2: Yeah, absolutely. I would, I would say so, for sure. And I'm sure uh, Ben would be over there trying to figure out, we want this crate, we want that crate, we want that pallet. <laughs> you know, it's, packing it's container way. loads full of stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, for sure.
1: Because <laughs> now it's like a lot of that stuff is just very collectible just because of the restrictions on it. But I know prior oh, to yeah. this, you could buy a case of moistened gants for like they were like $79, $89 bucks a piece, and they had cases of them sitting on tables at gun shows.
2: Yeah, and I and I wish we were in that market today um, because you know we we sometimes get those cases of Mosin Nagantin, but man, you are hard pressed to find one in good function, especially if you find one a little bit older, what's considered a dragoon era um, Mosin Nagant with like a nice laminated stock on it. You're not you're not going to find that for you know two
1: hundred yeah, three hundred
2: dollars for that price anymore.
1: That. No, those have gone. I mean, they yeah. have the the supply of those has completely dried up. And that, of course, right. has driven the demand way up because there's this, the demand remained the same and the supply was gone. And then, of course, when yeah. they restricted it, everybody wants something that they're not not supposed to have anymore.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, we saw that with the bump stock ban. You know, I mean, people said it's not a bump stock; it's now a uh, it's a it's a you know modified paperweight or it's a lampshade.
1: That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, you have to. I mean, I, yeah. I still don't know what's going to happen with that. I mean, these people bought these things in good faith paid good money for them and now they're just supposed to destroy them or hand them in or get rid of them I mean that would seem like it violates laws all over the place without going through due process on each and every one how could you do that but you know backdoor gun control
2: yeah and you bring up two good points there because you mentioned you know (laughs) <laughs> you got to be violating some law somewhere because somebody purchased that in good faith. They had no ill intention to go out and do any type of mass shooting with it or anything. Well, the same thing can be said with your AR-15 or any other type of semi-automatic firearm that was legally purchased. You know what I mean? Or any firearm for that matter that was legally purchased under good intent. And now we have a couple of people that are protected by the same type of firearms telling us, you know, no, you, you can't have that. And the second point you mentioned too was due process, and I, I think your episode uh, a week or two ago was based off of red flag laws. Oh and
1: my God! Yes,
2: yeah. So th- I mean, I know we could talk an entire segment about that as, as you did, and it was very well done. But it's funny because you just mentioned red flag laws uh, the last week, two weeks ago, and just a couple of days before that, I wrote up my entire, like an entire paper. I won't say entire paper; it's only a sheet long, but you know, just for my followers and friends who aren't so sure what's going on with those and I had a pretty decent response to it. I think I'll email it to you later if you're interested.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to see that.
2: Yeah, and it's just like man, do you people not understand that <laughs> what due process is and, I, and you're not just violating the, the Second Amendment there, you know? I mean, I'm pretty okay. sure we've got Fourth Amendment. We've got other amendments
1: that are there. Oh, yeah. All right, Clint, hold, hold on us. one moment. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. And I want to get into this a little more because we did discuss that a couple weeks ago. You're listening okay. to America's Web Radio. This is Locked and Loaded, and I am Roger B. with special guest Clint Morgan. We'll be right back
3: So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com.
2: Hi, this is Steve Rinaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.
2: Hello,
1: and welcome back. I am Roger B. This is America's Web Radio, and you're listening today to Locked and Loaded. And we have our special guest, Clinton Morgan, with us today from Classic Firearms. How are you doing there, Clint?
2: i doing good. Thanks, man.
1: Okay, yeah. And you were discussing red flag laws. This has been a point of contention with me for several weeks now. In fact, last week, I think I covered there was a list of all the uh, constitutional amendments that red flag laws violate. Yeah. And it was, you know, the 2nd, the 4th, I believe the 5th, 6th, and 14th. I could be mistaken. I'd have to look at, I don't have my notes with me, but it were like five different constitutional amendments that were violated by the implementation of red flag laws.
2: Yeah, and it's and it's absolutely ridiculous. And then they, the second part of that, too, is you're pretty much turning your own citizens against each other, really, in, in a sense, especially if, because I, I did a little bit of research on my own on these red flag laws, and there were, I read up on, I can't remember which state it was now, I think, it, yeah, Louisiana House Bill, number 448, that's what I have here in front of me for those notes, uh, nowhere does it say that it has to be like a family member that has to, you know, turn you in, so to say, I mean, so it could just be anybody, you, you could have an argument with somebody on Facebook, and all of a sudden, they're, you know, calling up local agencies saying, hey, you're nuts, you're going to go shoot up something. They can
1: swat you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, Yeah, and I think that's going to actually affect the way people get to know each other. I mean, you're not going to be able to talk to your neighbors about having guns or anything unless you're sure they're going to be people who, you know, feel the same way. If they don't, you don't even want to let them know you have anything. So people have become more and more isolated. And actually, division, I think, is what politicians are looking for. They want to push division so they can stay in power, make whatever laws they need to, to keep people voting the way they want them to.
2: Right. And, I mean, we all know that divide and conquer is the perfect way to take out your enemy. And, you know, we're starting to see even more and more so that these politicians aren't exactly the friends or they're not there for the people like they're supposed to be. And I think they're starting to treat us, especially our gun-earning selves, or more conservative-leaning citizens, kind of like the enemy. And it's uh, not not exactly fair.
1: Oh, no. And like I said, in the red flag laws, there's actually already been, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but there's been a death already. A yes. 61-year-old man was killed because his sister said he, he got too loud when he was discussing politics or arguing about politics. He got too loud. Even though this man had never had any legal... Violation other than a speeding ticket in the last thirty years had nothing against him. They came to take his guns away and end up killing him. Yeah. So there's already yeah. been a death, and then there's the guy in Florida, a case of mistaken identity. He shared a name with somebody who was a criminal. I mean, a completely different person, but he had to hand his guns in because he shared the same name with them. Even though he he had gone to the police department, sheriff's department, and proved he was not this person. He weighed two hundred pounds. The guy they were talking about was one hundred and twenty. He was bald. The guy had a head full of black hair with a bunch of uh, domestic uh, abuse violations, and this guy never had anything.
2: Yeah, and so and and you know, and that's the same type of entity government that a lot of people are thinking should be the same people to protect us, and they can't even figure out who is who. Yeah,
1: yeah, they don't even know who you are, and yet it's it's going to be up to him to pay to get his weapons back.
2: They're right. not just yeah. going to hand
1: them over. He's got to fight to get them back now.
2: Yeah, so this, that's just the whole, you know, palm face shaking shaking-my-head type of scenario there because it just that makes absolutely no sense on anybody could be for any of this. I mean, well, you can already tell that government isn't exactly the... Um, they're not the most reliable or efficient entity out there, um, but, yeah, let's go ahead and turn all of our... Let's turn all of our personal responsibilities over to them, like, you know, pursuit of happiness, life, <laughs> liberty, all of that kind of stuff. No, they can stay yeah. out of it.
1: Right. I mean, that's the back to the Ben Franklin quote about liberty and security. You can't trade one for the other. It just it yeah. doesn't work. You know, I, I've said people before, You, I'd rather have chaotic freedom than safe slavery. Right. You know, yep. and that's... Yep it's crazy but this the red flag laws i mean because they don't even it doesn't even have to be somebody in a position of authority it doesn't have to be a law enforcement official doesn't have to be a uh psychiatrist it can be your neighbors people you work with somebody you go to school with i mean anybody can overhear you say almost anything and decide that you might be dangerous and they can call the local authorities to red flag you yeah
2: and that's that's not cool at all in my book
1: <laughs> oh no I mean that's just I mean that's going right back to the Salem witch trials you know every, anyone yeah. who's a witch you know you have to prove you're you're innocent
2: yeah it's, and that's that's complete backwards as to what our justice system is all about I mean this entire you know guilty until proven innocent mindset has got to go that's that's not what we are founded on you know we are all presumed innocent until proven guilty and i think a lot of people are starting to forget that and a lot of people are getting their feelings hurt when somebody spits some truth at them you know whether it be in person or online and you know we see it with like you mentioned antifa before I, i see this video constantly and i always laugh at it where this one antifa member goes to sucker punch one guy and another guy steps in and literally just grabs this him. guy's head. You know, he didn't even <laughs> clock him. He just stops it. And then he puts his finger up and, and waves no. Like, and it's like, wow, what a what right. shame. But that's the mindset that a lot of people are in today, where they just think they can get away with this stuff.
1: Well, because they are, unfortunately. That's the problem, yeah. is that, you know, it's like there was an article I saw. I don't know if I have that with me today. But um, in New York, apparently, the New York Police Union is telling New York police officers before you arrest anybody for anything, call it in with a supervisor to make sure it's okay to arrest anybody.
2: Yeah, that's that's not going to work. I, I mean, used to work at a uh, local police department, and I was a nine one one dispatch and call taker. And if we had, <laughs> if a supervisor had to be on the scene, and we were a small town, like I think you know that we had one one road that ran through the entire town that was all of maybe three or four miles, and Sure, the supervisor would come out during those scenes because there really wasn't a whole lot going on. But I can't imagine like CMPD or Charlotte here where they have to have the supervisor come out just to arrest somebody. No, that's right. For that's not any arrest, of or at least you have to job. call
1: into them first or something. It's just that's that's what we're getting to though. People are are they're hamstringing all the law enforcement officers. And they're letting people get away with things that they shouldn't be, like the Antifa people coming out and threatening people and beating up people, and the police mm-hmm. just standing aside going, well, we don't want to offend anybody, so we're just going to stand back and let it happen.
2: Yeah, and then, God forbid, you actually protect yourself with a gun. Next thing you know, you're the you're the one that's in the wrong, you know?
1: You're right. You're the criminal. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, well, unfortunately, we only had an hour today, so I'm not going to be able to go into too much more depth, but it was great having you here, and I really appreciate you taking your time to... to to call in and and be with us today
2: no roger it's an absolute pleasure If I'm in the atlanta area on a tuesday i'll make sure that that'll be the day that i'm there i'll definitely stop by
1: that would be fantastic and like i say i want to keep in touch so maybe even if we do another call-in show if you're available especially when you guys get something really great and want to discuss some new products or something like that or uh now is there a giveaway going on right now you said the uh, the berettas are being given away right
2: now right that's right. We've got three Beretta 81s that are being given away at this time.
1: Okay, and you can uh, enter that contest by going onto to ClassicFirearms.com?
2: Yep, as soon as you go to ClassicFirearms.com, there will be a banner right at the top of the uh, home page, and you'll see enter here to win, and win one of the three Beretta 81 pistols. Click on that, and then, of course, you get you know extra entries for any time you watch my video or you, you know... Watch another video or share, subscribe, refer friends is definitely the big one. Okay. Uh, so, anything you can do to do that to get those extra entries, so that way maybe you have one of these cool pistols.
1: That would be, and that's the best way to get a gun is a free one. Now, I also want to mention that this uh, will be archived on the America's Web Radio. Website, So you can go on there. If you didn't get to listen to it or got cut off in the middle and you want to hear the rest of Clint and I's discussion, you can certainly log on, and that will be archived within probably within a day or so. We usually have everything on there. And most of them go on YouTube, unless, of course, they get flagged. But we're going to try and squeeze as many as we can on there and make that happen. So if you didn't get to see this or if you're just catching part of it, you go on to America's Web Radio, go back and look for today's date, Clint. Clint Morgan mentioned in the hi, in the headline there, so if you want to hear our discussion, by all means log in and take a, a listen to that. And like I say, we look forward to having you on again soon. Unfortunately, we are out of time, and i got to wrap this up. Thanks again, Clint, for being with us. I really appreciate it.
2: Yeah, thank you, Roger. Thank you.
1: And you're listening to America's Web Radio. This is Locked and Loaded, and I am Roger B.
0: You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.